0: On the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes.
1: Today we're going to be discussing uh, some fantastic wines from Sherry. Very excited about this show. It is. Yes. It is, yes. This is a area of the wine world that a lot of people really don't know a lot about. So we're going to be discussing today the following Williams and Humbert, Pandofino, Bodegas, Barbadillo, Manzanilla, Soliar, and Rama. Hidalgo Agatana Napoleon Amontillado, Valdespino Solera, 1842 VOS, Gonzalez Baez Nectar, and Bodegas Tradicion Pedro Jimenez VOS. Since sherry is literally a wine category that not a lot of people are familiar with, our read-in on this is going to be a little bit lengthy, but we're going to give you as much information as we can.
0: Because we're geeks. We'll be right back after this break.
1: It's sippin' time Yes, it's sippin' time again Hello and welcome to this Sips episode Where everything in life that is good is worth discussing As always, we are the best thing on at 2am This is a one hour show And we are going to attempt to be entertaining For at least 23 minutes Mm -hmm. Now you're shooting high
0: No, dude, this is a Sherry show I think we can do 30 minutes yeah, possibly We're going to do it
1: Well, this is Made Man Bob Joining me today Our good old gal, Denise Good morning, gentlemen Made Man Mori Good morning, Bob Very excited to be here in España mm-hmm. And good old boy, Harmy Good morning, Denise
3: Good morning, <laughs> Harm
1: Are you Oh, we're ignoring him? Okay <laughs> our SIP segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing uh, some fantastic wines from Sherry. Very excited about this show. It like, is. It is, yes. This is a area of the wine world that a lot of people really don't know a lot about. So, we're going to be discussing today the following. Williams & Humbert, Pandofino, Bodegas, Barbadillo, uh, Manzanilla, Soliar, and Rama. Hidalgo, Agatana, Napoleon, Amontillado, Valdespino, Solera, 1842, V.O.S., González Baez Nectar, and Bodegas Tradición, Pedro Jiménez, V.O.S. So we're
0: going to have Harm tell us about our sips ratings. Thank you, Bob. My name is Iniego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Um, one sip or uno sip? I I don't know. Uno. Like yes, uno. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Gangadin, water. (laughs) Gangadin, bring water.
3: Bring water.
0: Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have?
3: Well, isn't that nice?
0: Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again?
3: Interesting.
0: Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another.
3: That's classified.
0: Five sips. Oh my. Oh my oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. That's his sexy voice in case you were wondering.
1: It's kind of sad. Really. Oh my yeah. goodness. Good morning, Bob. Yeah. 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 See? That's yeah. <laughs> Mark. All right. So, since Sherry is Literally, a wine category that not a lot of people are familiar with. Our read in on this is going to be a little bit lengthy, but we're going to give you as much information as we can because we're geeks. Yeah, absolute geeks. We're we are all we've been waiting weeks and weeks and weeks to do this show. So, uh, sherry is a Spanish fortified wine which is produced exclusively in the wine growing region of Jerez, the region which is situated in a triangle of land formed by the towns of Jerez de la Frontera. San Luzar de Barrameda and El Puerto de Santa Maria. It's known as the Sherry Triangle. The region's winemaking is rich with tradition that goes back more than three thousand years to when the first vines were brought to this region by the Phoenicians in eleven hundred BC.
0: That's friggin' old. The early decades I had a girlfriend tw- named Sherry. I didn't have a name for her triangle though. You just but had me out there. I should have.
1: Oh Sherry, your love. Hold on, hold on. In the early decades of the 20th century, in an effort to protect the reputation of Sherry, wine producers of ref uh, pushed for passing of legislation for the creation of the domina- uh, Denomination de Origin Herreff. DOC. Just say yeah. DOC. And the regu- ne mm-hmm. Consejo Regulador. Their regulations dictate that Sherry must be made from one of three types of grapes. Palomino, Piano, uh, which is a very common one, Pedro Jimenez, and Moscatel. All three are white grape varieties. The harvesting of grapes varies based on the variety of the grapes. The Palomino are cut and transported to the presses as quickly as possible, whereas the Pedro Jimenez and the Muscat grapes are sprouted out under the hot sun on mats made of dry grass or esparto. The objective is to allow the grape to dry and effectively turn into a raisin, with the grapes being covered at night so as not to absorb moisture in the early morning. The grapes are then destemmed and crushed before being sent to the extraction system. The extracted juice is classified by the different amounts of pressure used to extract it. The regulations state that only those must obtained from a maximum yield of 70 liters for each 100 kilos of grapes may be used to produce sherry wine. Toward the end of December, the new wines are ready for the first classification. The tasters will sample each batch of the new wine, classify it into two groups. Those wines with a particular paleness and finesse, generally from must, from must obtained without applying any pressure or very, very light pressure, will later be aged as Finos and Manzanias, and their tanks are marked with a single vertical slash known as a Apollo. Those batches which present signs of greater structure, or gordura, are earmarked for the very start of the production of Oro Sucheri, and their tanks are marked with the corresponding circle symbol. So let's have Maury tell us a little bit more. Thank you, Bob. At this point, the
2: wine is fortified by the addition of wine, alcohol, to slightly raise its final alcoholic content, originally created to stabilize the wines which were to be consumed in distant markets. Today, it is done for different winemaking reasons. Those wines classified as apt for aging, as Fino's and Manzanilla's are fortified until they reach a total alcohol content of 15% alcohol by volume. Those wines classified to undergo aging as Olorosos are fortified in such a way as to reach an alcohol content of at least 17%. By bringing the alcoholic strength of the wine up to 15% by volume, they provide an environment that allows for the formation of the floor, a layer of natural local yeast that forms on the surface of the wine, that feeds on the oxygen in the barrel and thus protects the wine from oxidation and facilitates its biological aging. With an alcoholic strength of over 17 percent by volume, biological activity ceases and even the floor is unable to survive under such conditions. Without the floor, there is no protection from contact with oxygen, allowing the wine to begin to undergo a slow oxidation or oxidative aging. Denise?
3: So, Generoso wines are defined by the regulations as dry wines produced from the total fermentation of must, usually produced from Palomino grapes. The decision of the Bodoguero to fortify the alcoholic strength of base wine to either 15 or 17% volume determines the type of aging which the wine will later undergo, thus determining the type of wine they will produce. Manzanillo, Fino, Amontillado. Amante, amante, <laughs> Thank you, Oloroso and Palo Cortado. Generoso liqueur wines are defined in the regulations as wines obtained from the traditional practice of. Cab- I'm not sure how to pronounce this word. Cabaseo. Cabaseo? Okay. Cabaseo or blending of generoso wines with naturally sweet wines or in certain cases with concentrated must. These are wines with different degrees of sweetness. According to the type of Generoso wines used as a base and the final levels of sweetness of the blend, The, the they, cre- they, they, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. they create pale cream, medium, and cream sherry. Naturally sweet sherry wines are those obtained from musk produced from overripe or sunned grapes, generally of the Pedro Jimenez and Muscatel varieties. This must, rich in sugars, is only partially fermented, with the aim of conserving most of its original sweetness. Wine alcohol is added once fermentation is underway, and the wines are aged in direct contact with the oxygen in the surrounding atmosphere, leading to them them acquire a deep mahogany color and distinctive thickness.
1: All right, well, thanks, Denise. Why don't you tell us about the
3: first wine that we've
1: got?
0: that That was very dense. As is the the wine. Ah, that's a lot of stuff here. Yeah, mm. that's a lot yeah. of
3: information. I'm trying to follow. again,
0: our
1: reading is usually short, but again, this is There's this a is a category so many here. people don't know about.
3: Yeah, yeah. So no, we're that's getting good to know So the first one is Williamson Humbert. Pondofino. It's coming in at 15% ABV. It's 100% Palomino grapes aged in oak casks for five years in the traditional Solera method. Founded in 1877 by Sir Alexander Williams and Arthur Humbert, Bodega Williams and Humbert has been considered to be one of the world's most prestigious wine producers in the world. Located in the heart of Jerez de la Frontera, Bodega Williams and Humbert has more than 1,200 acres of vineyards and the largest wine cellar in Europe and are the producers of the Dry Sack brand, created in 1906, a staple sherry among many restaurants around the world.
0: Yeah, Dry Sack is good, but yeah. I love their fit. For me, their Oloroso is what put them over the top, but we're not doing Oloroso today. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I can see why they would say that it's a staple sherry among restaurants around the world. I think it's really approachable mm-hmm. um, for a lot of people, you know, we'll discover that as we get into this lineup but for the first one i think it's uh beautiful v- color vinos
0: are not the approachable ones vinos are the geeky one their 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 dry sack line is the one that's approachable but uh this color
3: this is pleasant it's a little yeasty on the nose um little yeasty very bready. yeasty on the nose um and on the palate i get the yeast and the almonds. I mean, on the nose, I actually got you know like almond paste for me, um, not quite marzipan. Yeah, but if marzipan
0: didn't have as much sugar. This would be yes, really yeah.
3: yes, not as sweet, but but it was very pleasant. Dry
0: version of marzipan mm-hmm,
3: with a little light citrus. So that made the finish really nice for me. Bob's just enjoying his wine over there. Yeah.
2: So like, well, uh, this uh, is a unique spirit. Um, I think a Fino sherry is an acquired taste. I don't think that a lot of people are.
3: It's not naturally popular in born.
2: America. Naturally born in America to enjoy fino. Um, it's very dry. It's a little bit austere. Uh, it's an interesting uh, digestif, and and can be used nicely for that purpose. Um, this one's got a, a nice yellow color to it. It's definitely got for me a lot of yeast on the nose up front, and uh, I agree with you about the almond, just minus the minus the sweetness. Um, so it's it's an interesting wine. I think it's it's fun to compare and contrast to the
1: types of sherry. Um interesting spirit.
0: We, we, we'll, we'll be back we go back.
1: Hey, and we're back, and this is our big sherry show. Uh we are still discussing the Williams and Humbert Pandofino Sherry. So
0: what do you think, Arm? Um, I really enjoy this sherry. Uh, yeah, I do like Fino Sherries. This is I'll have to say that, let me qualify this. It's not my favorite Fino Sherry. But as an introductory pheno sherry for people, then this is great. What, what Denise said about the yeasty nose is perfect. Uh, I'm getting a little more hints of apple as it warms up. Apple blossom, citrus, and almonds, as she was saying, like like marzipan without as much sugar. And uh, the, the, it's a full-bodied but delicate in palate. Uh, long, nutty taste. But And what I'm really enjoying this with, I have a piece of manchego here. A thinly sliced piece of manchego a couple of marcona almonds and this is the perfect accompaniment Mm. bob what do you think
1: i think it's a it's a it's a really well done wine. it's it's very representative of its category um as it warms up it definitely the nose is open up significantly um and of course it's a pheno you're going to get that yeastiness. Because it's it's aged in a cask with you know that layer of floor. So you're right. High always acidity
0: have that. and dryness is it really also yeah we can't we can't talk about we can't stress enough how dry this is. Yeah,
1: well and then, and that's exactly what it is. It's a pheno. It's supposed to be that way. Um I you know, as it warmed up, the tartnesses came out and I I've got down here Granny Smith apples. Yeah. So I'm getting the apples and I'm getting the tart. Um I definitely get the easiness on it. It's a very delicate wine, as Fino's are apt to be. Um, it's got some really nice character to it. Yeah, an excellent introductory wine. Excellent introductory wine. So we're going to be rating the Williams & Humbert uh, Pando Fino. Two sips.
3: Well, isn't that nice?
1: So let's move on to our next wine. And we're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob.
2: The next wine is the Bodegas Barbadillo, Manzanilla, Solear, and Rama. It is a 15% ABV. Bodegas Barbadillo was founded by Benigno Barbadillo Hortelguela and Diego 18- Matoya yeah. in 1821 and is the largest producer of Manzanilla in the Jerez region.
0: The bodega- I love how you guys are, are, are lisping your Z's, Jerez. <laughs> Jerez. both is- you and Bob. I know. But this is Marca. That's Jerez. I mean Jerez. <laughs> okay, Justin. Mm-hmm. Isla- Islay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I slay.
3: Isla.
2: Isla. Islay. Islay, Islay. slay. this bodega is still a family business and is run by the 7th generation of the family. The wine is between 6 and 7 years old from a solera of 10 criaderas. So. I don't know
0: what a creodaris is. Me either. I, I think it's layers. So the levers. Ten, ten, the levels. levels on, yeah. on the Solera? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought they were only using like five layers on the like Solera. Ten. These okay. are ten.
1: You can do well, as many as you want. All right. They're using ten. This one has
2: a pale yellow to goldish color. The nose is definitely reminiscent of the Fino, but a little bit different. A little less yeasty. It's got some other notes in there. I'm getting more apples. You yeah, more apples? definitely a hint of apple that I really didn't appreciate so much on the first one.
3: I got apple and maple, mm-hmm. like
2: maple syrup. Yeah, On the palate, again, nice acidity, definitely a dry wine, got layers of interesting complexity, very well made, and then just sort of drifts off quietly into a, a short to medium finish.
0: I agree with you. I was expecting a little bit more from this Manzanilla, too. I, I tend to like Manzanilla and Finos, but these are just more introductory level ones. Uh, the yeast is there, but I I really enjoyed the nose on this one more than the uh, Fino. Yeah, the nose was, I was nicer. Because I generally don't I generally don't like Manzanilla as much as Fino, but this one was gorgeous. Yeast and apples, black tea, anise, and you said maple, Denise. Yeah. I didn't get that until you said it because yeah. to me it was like, like a hint of honey. No, but no. Maybe it's more maple. I got no, maple. it's definitely maple. Yeah, it's maple. Wow. Nose? Maple nose? Yeah. And uh, so apples, maple, black tea, anise. Uh, the anise came out after it warmed up a little bit. Uh, and there's a hint of saline on the palate, which I really enjoy. So I was very happy with this, but uh, it's
3: not 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 normally the style I like. Mm.
0: What do you think, Denise? As I re- when I reapproach, it's good.
3: No, I, I think it's great. I, I love the nose. Um, I I really, I was so excited and so intrigued by the nose and I, I just couldn't wait to try it. And I found it to be really clean and crisp and pleasant. But I really expected a little more body and it was really so light, light and really yes, fast very light on the, the palate. And it makes you go back and want to nose it again and try it again. Um, but you know still
0: there there are some fancier manzanias out there this one is i mean this is introductory and i i think they do a good job still
3: yeah 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 no no it's really pleasant really nice
1: no i get i as soon as you said maple it was exactly what i was thinking
0: it's just and this is also making a nice accompaniment to the cheese
1: and the maple was just it's all in the tip of the nose it's Mm -hmm. right up front it's not deep down back. It's got a lovely palette to it. I definitely get that saline, hint. Um, I definitely get a little bit, just a slight bit of licorice. It also getting the apples, like a tart Granny Smith apple in the nose. Hmm. Yeah. Extremely well-made, you know, a a very good classic example, uh, you know, of, of a Manzanilla. Um, you know, delicious wine uh, Like you said uh, A little more, I think On the in- introductory side Of a Manzanilla But Absolutely nothing wrong with that uh, mm-hmm. Most people have to You know They have to start with something And this is definitely one If you see it Grab it off the shelf Yeah, this you're is not going to
0: spend An arm and a leg yeah, on it Yeah
1: And it'll give you A great education And you'll Now you'll know What a Manzanilla Should taste like um, So, you know Extremely well done So we're going to be giving The Bodegas Babadillo, Manzanillo, Solear, and Rama. Uh, two sips.
3: Well, isn't that nice?
1: So let's move on to our next sherry, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one.
0: Okay, our third sherry of the day is the Hidalgo La Gitana, Napoleon Amontillado. Uh, the Hidalgo, Bodegas Hidalgo is a 225-year-old producer. They've been around since 1792, started by Jose, Pantaleon Hidalgo. Still family-owned. uh, get, uh so, operated by the sixth generation of the family, and they produce wines from their organically farmed vineyards. Uh, Hidalgo, uh, I'm familiar with the brand because I carry all of their sherries at the store because I was introduced to them about uh, two years ago. And because they've, they're now based, their U.S. operations are based in Miami. And I was so surprised to find such great Sherry's at this, these prices. These are lower priced compared to some of the uh, better known brands. But they're getting amazing reviews in the high 90s from all the major producers. And uh, they're doing a wonderful job. So this Amontillado, the Napoleon Amontillado, is on the riper side. for the. For, we're still on the dry Sherry, but on the riper side now. It's a dark amber color. And now we're, we're going away from some of those um, those higher acidity notes to more like nuttiness, nuts and caramel. I like get cedar, and there's like an umami dried mushroom thing going on. And uh, the palate is still dry, but more there's like a caramel note to it now. Mm. Silky, silky on the palate. Um, beautiful mouthfeel. Like it's it's just. Really not super sweet caramel, but just like a, a, a delicate caramel and like a pecan nuttiness to it. And the finish is medium to long. I really like this. But uh, it's it's, it's, not, it's a, not a popular style. Amontillado, is, it's not sweet enough for people who like sweet sherry, and it's too sweet for people who like dry sherry. So it's right in the middle. So it's a geek sherry. But uh, if you ever know, if you ever read any Edgar Allan Poe, his famous cask of Amontillado, this is where you should go, Bob.
1: He wrote that right after his famous "just scored some more heroin." Yeah, okay. Um, this is a lovely amontillado. I I like sherry's from one end to the other. I I don't really discriminate. I don't. I, I lean more towards the sweeter ones, but I really do love the drier ones. And he's, Harm's right. This is the one that is sort of stuck in the middle. And, you know, people do tend to sort of overlook it. That being said, I wish more people would drink it because these empty casts make some fantastic scotch. Um, <laughs> yes, they do. Really, really great scotch. Um, on the nose, oh, yeah, it's just, it's as, it's as close to sweet as you can get without getting sweet. If that makes any sense, they, you know, I mean,
0: there's. It seems like there's very re- little residual sugar yeah, here. It's that, that, that it's not carame- a sweet
1: wine. The caramelization mm-hmm. is there, but it's not sweet caramelization. So you you get on the nose, you get a caramel note, you get vanilla, you get the the cedar notes, and it's just it's like.
0: I don't. I don't get as vanilla as much as maple on this one too. The
1: easiest way to describe it is it's like smelling a forest floor. It's it's earthy, it's mushroomy, it's umami, it's it's just that rich, dense forest floor vegetation on the nose. And on the palate, hold on. Mm. Again, a more of a medium dry, not, you know, not bone dry as we got on the others and certainly not sweet, but a, a, a an unsweet sort of slightly burnt caramel note. Um I get a little bit of the almond on it and a little bit of walnut. Not as nutty as the first two, but it's no, there. No, no, but it's there. It's absolutely there. And again, it's that earthiness, it's that forest floor. It's it's like you know, it's like drinking the earth for me. Um Yeah, you know, well done. I mean, love a lovely sherry. What'd you think, Denise?
3: I, I actually should change my score to a higher score now that it's sat in the glass. And exactly. I really enjoyed yep. it and appreciate it. Um The nose for me, I, I just, in the beginning, I was like, wow, you yeah. know, when you go to those outdoor fairs and you get those um toffee covered nuts in a cone, you know, mm-hmm. like the guy is like, heating yeah. them up. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I got like toffee covered Pecans or almonds on the nose. I mean, it's and more that, pecans. It is, I just exactly. thought that it was wonderful. And on the palate, though, is where I got that earthiness, the mushrooms. Yeah, you know, like you said, umami or like Worcestershire. Like an I'm old like, what mush- is all of this? I like mean, it became you, so complex. Yeah, the flavor it profile is fantastic. It evolves
1: and it r- opens so up so many and different rotates. things. Yeah,
3: definitely not a one note for me. I like that it had a more medium finish, um, and I think that. But it has evolved so much that I need to change my score to a higher score because I actually really like this. Not too sweet. Beautifully sweet on the nose. And then Mm -hmm. a nice surprise of not too sweet on the palate. Most most people are going to find
2: this to be fairly dry.
3: On the palate, it's dry. But it fools you
0: and think it's sweeter because of the nose. Yeah. And I was just thinking about food pairings. And I think uh, fish. Yeah, what would you pair? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is where to go. I would have not. Because, like, the first two nuts fish. and cheeses, this one? Oh, this with a
1: nice piece of salmon? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Smoked fish. Yeah. It sounds good. Or grilled octopus or something. Uh, I okay. agree with
2: uh, Harmeet's description of the nose the best. I mean, I really thought that you hit it spot on, Harmi. Uh The nose is so interesting. And, and Denise, you're, you're – uh, Synthesizing into the cone of nuts I think that really does apply nicely to the nose um, But less sugar
0: p- than at the fair At the fairs yeah. I've oh, got yeah. there's too yeah. much sugar yeah. Yeah. less sugar But you That's smell gonna be it our, It's the roasted nuts it smells yeah. good the roasted nuts And then they're a too sweet when you eat them the coffee and the caramel you know. and
1: all that That's going to be our new pet dry. name for Maury The cone of nuts <laughs> <laughs> Where's the cone of nuts? Always running late <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, uh, yeah. Very
1: well done Very well done yep. Yeah, this one as it warms up, it opens it up. Better and this better. one is definitely this one is definitely really made a vast major term. day. How's yeah. it? Yeah, again, it's like he said, it's it's the middle category. It mm-hmm. misses the bottom people and it misses the other end of the people, but it's 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 so well done. So, well, we're going to be giving the Hidalgo at Gatana Napoleon a Montiado forceps. Yay. That's
2: classified. Ooh, a little bump there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted a bump, so we're going to give a bump. So Um, we're going to have Maury tell us about our next wine.
2: Thank you. Uh, The next wine is the Valdespino Solera 1842 VOS, produced by Bodegas Valdespino, one of the oldest bodegas in the Sherry region, dating back to the year 1430. Solera 1842 is an Oloroso Dolce from a Solera started in 1842. It is a blend of dry Oloroso with very old Pedro Jimenez.
0: It's Dolce. Dolce is Italian. Mm. Dolce Spanish. Like dulce de leche. Mm. Get your get your uh, Latinates correct. Hmm?
2: Well, excuse the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, so, as I said, it's uh, you better hope f- you
1: never need surgery, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Blend of dry
2: oloroso <laughs> with very old Pedro Jimenez. As a VOS wine, it is over twenty years old and spends nearly half of its life as a blend rather than being blended just before bottling, as is more typical. This one has a really interesting color that's hard to describe. Uh, I would call this just Josh to call it brown. Yeah. Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like Coca-Cola. If it's brown, drink it down. It looks a lot like Coca-Cola. It's definitely not black and tarry like some of the others, but it is uh, really not any shade of copper or bronze that I know. Uh, On the nose. Wow. The nose is so complex and has continued to change. I've got notes of dried fruits, figs, and dates, and raisins. There's burnt sugar. There's vanilla. There's toffee. There's oak. There's cocoa. There is cinnamon, just a hint of it.
0: I didn't get any cinnamon until it opened up after it. Yeah, yep, it but while. it's taken time. I couldn't time. find it earlier, it's but taken it's time. there now.
2: I mean, the nose just really is something, and I, I, this is really more Bob than me of just nosing something all day, but this is an all-day noser. Uh, it just really has so much going on uh, and just so pleasant. On the palate, it's got beautiful viscosity. Again, you get raisins, sweet raisins, dates, walnuts, bittersweet chocolate hint of coffee and burnt toffee it's again it's like christmas in a in a glass it's just got a lot going on
1: is it true that we have to bring our own water we got a little rule back home if it's brown drink it down
2: (laughs) this is clearly much sweeter than what we've had so far today but not cloying not overly sweet um, balanced, it's got some balance uh, with the tannin and a little bit of acidity. It's got a beautiful finish that I would say is medium to long. You get hints of dark chocolate and even some roasted coffee beans on the finish. Uh, really a, a spectacular wine uh, from a, a wonderful house that's been producing for a really long time. I mean, this Solera goes back, you know, almost 200 years. So what Amazing. really
0: distinguishes these these type of wines as dessert wines from like other dessert wines is the high acidity. Which makes them more approachable. You can keep coming back to these, so that's what I really appreciate here. Even though they are sweet, and being a diabetic, this table might just kill me today if I keep drinking without spitting. If we're lucky, if, yes, um, it's that high acidity.
1: None of us will go to jail makes over it. Fresh.
0: He drank it. I drank it right in front of you. Uh, it's right. Denise. What did you agree? What he said? I know he's your husband, but you know.
3: Yeah, I agreed. Actually, you don't have to agree. to um, no, no, say, no. that's a first. Denise, yeah, <laughs>
0: Denise, blink, <laughs> blink if you're under dis- duress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <She's blinking. laughs> Why is Maury blinking? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm under duress. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh, kicking me under the table. Yeah. No. I don't, no. I. I really I agreed with the the description from all of you. Um, when I first tried it, um, I thought, wow, is that a chocolate covered. Espresso bean and uh, nice description. Know, I thought, yeah, actually, I think it might be. So, I, I'm coffee lover and a chocolate lover, so I, I'm really uh, loving and, and digging the notes on this, both um, on there the are nose people and who the palate.
0: dessert, but this I is would. Dessert by
3: itself, yeah, correct, yeah. So, oh. yeah, it's just it's lovely. You
2: could probably pair it, pair it with a more savory dessert.
3: Oh, definitely. Not so sweet. You don't want to go sweet.
2: super sweet dessert
3: with this. No, you're not going to do your quattro leche with this. For <laughs> <Unless> sure. <laughs>
0: I
1: have diabetes. Oh,
0: I'm quattro leche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Become saying. diabetic
3: and die from those complications on the same meal. Yeah. But yeah, That's no, it has to be more savory. Absolutely. Cheese plates. Cheese yeah. plates,
0: some little truffles. So
2: not a traditional Oloroso. I was... I was uh, no. Hoping that today we'd have a more traditional oloroso. I was hoping in the mix.
0: for one too, but this is different.
2: But this is really nice, and I think the blend of um, the PX along with the oloroso really,
1: um, really
2: brings something to the table.
0: The as a, as a VOS, layers. it's it's
1: one of the older Sherry's that we'll get. Well, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we are still talking about uh, some of our fabulous Sherrys. We are uh, still discussing the Valdospino Solera 1842
0: VOS. So I was, in, I was saying it's, it's a 20-year-old. That's the minimum age in this Solera. Oh, yeah, minimum. So VOS means at least 20 years. Solera means you're going to get much older ones. I mean, there may be some 50-year-old Sherry, the drops of it in there, you know, molecules of older stuff, who knows. But... Uh, that's the minimum. Hmm. So the oldest, I think, designation is VORS, which is 30 years and over. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. But we're today we're just doing VOS. We're stopping there.
1: Well, I mean, so, theoretically, there's molecules and they're going back to 1842, which is, you, you know, when you're drinking that, you always have to the, sort well, of. Well, you can
0: only reuse the barrel so many times. You have but to sort of. They, they fall apart.
1: You know, think back, you know. What was happening then, it's always an interesting exercise and you know, sort of drinking history. But
0: Yes, it is drinking history, and it's gorgeous. And incidentally,
2: I did want to mention that this is the highest ABV of any of the Sherry's today. This one comes in at 21%, which, again... I knew I liked it. Doesn't doesn't hit uh, like it's hot. It doesn't come across as hot or hit as high ABV. If anything, I would say uh, it's extremely balanced, and you really would have no idea that this would be the highest
1: no, it's absolutely lovely. It's just, again, like you guys said, it's... uh Oh, what a nose. It's just dates and figs and raisins and burnt sugar and toffee and... Oh, this is one of those, just smell it for hours, sitting by a fireplace with a good book and just every once in a while pick this glass up and just stick your nose in and just inhale deeply. Uh, it's... You know, that's that's a fantastic, fantastic. As line. much
0: as you like this, I'm telling you, it's 20 years old. I'm just looking this up right now. You know what else is uh, 20 years old? Aqua Barbie Girl. So I feel old now because I feel like <laughs> old. Remember Barbie Girl from Aqua? Sorry. The Verve Bittersweet Symphony? No. No. Come on! How old are you no. guys? Like,
1: I had a life and oh. I
0: listened to actual
1: music.
2: So. Remember
0: Hanson? Mm bop no, that's 20 years old. <laughs> no, sorry,
1: no. Well, thank you for that yeah. useless
0: bit of
2: trivia.
1: Remember Led Zeppelin? Yeah, it's yeah. 50 years old. Yeah, see, so you guys are living in the <laughs> and past, and it still sells, you know, 20 million copies a year. So, okay, never mind. Um, yeah, this is just this is everything that really you want in a sherry. It's it's again, it's a it's an oloroso dulce, so it's 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 a little different than you know than a regular oloroso but it's yeah I, the
0: olorosas i've had have never been this sweet yeah i've this never a
1: blend I, this is my first time having one mm-hmm. i mean i've had plenty of olorosas but i've never had this one and it's i i think i found a new one for me because uh, it's just yeah
2: fantastic. for me this is the middle road sweet spot it's not too sweet not mm-hmm. too dry it's just right
1: yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. A, this I'm is fan. one you can sit there and you can drink for quite a while. It doesn't. It doesn't. The sweetness doesn't build up on you and make you know harm's eyes roll back in his head and you know fall. Well, again, in it's out. the acidity. Mm-hmm.
0: It fools you into thinking you're not getting that much sugar, but you're getting that much
1: sugar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, god. That that finish is. Just, I'm a,
0: I'm afraid to chuck my blood sugar. In. It's Your like alarms going off. It's just chocolate covered espresso beans. Danger that's, danger. that's what it is. It's just fantastic. It's more than that, dude. It's figs and raisins, and to me, that fig to- taste is great, but. We've got another one coming up yeah. that you're gonna talk about, Bob.
1: Well we're gonna give the Valdespino Solera eighteen forty two VOS a well deserved oh, five six. Yeah. So we're moving on to our next to last one, which is from That's Gonzalez the Bias. Penultimate. The penultimate, like the penultimate supper, yeah. The Gonzalez <laughs> Bias Nectar, Pedro Jimenez. This is fifteen percent A B V. The Bodegas was originally founded by Manuel Maria Gonzalez in 1835. In 1849, he created his own brand, Tio Pepe, the first registered trademark in Spain, named in honor of his uncle, José Ángel Y Vargas, who strongly supported him and taught him everything about growing grapes and making wine. In 1855, Gonzalez partnered with his British trade representative, Robert Blake Bias. Today, they own 650 hectares worth of vineyards. This wine is made from 100% Pedro Jimenez grapes, sun-dried in the traditional Solero process for up to two weeks, with the grapes losing up to about 40% of their volume, aged eight years in American oak following the traditional Solero system.
0: Also, you should note that uh, these guys have a long history with some other people we like. Oh, yeah. Well, they a lot of their casks, I think
1: most of their casks, all end up going to Richard Patterson for them to make some of their wonderful
0: Dalmore in. Um, so, the Cigar Blend, the, the Kidding Alexander. Yeah. There's some yeah. 25-year-old and 50-year-old scotches out there made with yeah. these cognac. I think it's a, these are like a ship,
2: 200-year yeah. partnership they've had Very with this Very long house. partnership. It's so. fun to taste these side-by-side with the scotches. Yeah, where's the Scotch, Bob? Come on, man. Where's my Where's my Dalmore Twenty Five year But right. Dalmore exclusively uses cast by Gonzalez Bias. Yeah, and again, that's a very,
1: very uh, important
2: partnership that they have.
1: Yeah, and, and they it, of. and it shows. And it shows, especially on the higher end, all more. I mean, you. I mean, you can really, really taste
2: it. And interestingly, unlike other uh, scotches that will use just a single type of sherry, say uh, oloroso standard oloroso, these guys are actually using many different types of sherries, including the amontillados, the olorosos, the PX casks, and blending them to create uh, some of the various expressions. I'm of, seeing uh, some
0: Dalmore. more finos up there. There's a uh there's a uh, Talisker does a Manzanilla cask um, for their distiller edition. Uh, Lefroy still does, uh, Lagaville still does um, Oloroso, but uh, Kilhoman just came out with a pheno cask finish. Yes. But
2: occasionally they're 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 doing that. They're picking something special for a one-off. But uh, as a matter of routine, the Dalmore's using all Never. of them in Never. various. Uh,
0: That's awesome
1: formulations. Well, this uh, expression that we have from them, the uh, Nectar Pedro Jimenez. On the nose, hold on. Well, the color first is black like my heart. Oh, your heart ain't even close to that black. You don't have a bar card like me. Black like your soul? I've sold my soul for law school money. On the nose, it's just the richest, most concentrated dried fruits, raisins and figs. And like opening a jar of fresh fruit preserves that your grandmother made. Um, on the By pallet. definition,
0: fruit preserves are not fresh. And I'm just messing with you now, man. But I'm this a- is the best nose. And I'm of ignoring the evening. you. Uh, this is the best nose of the evening. Yeah. This is it. This is the one.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just mind-blowingly Stunning. good, Stunning. And it just when you swirl it around the glass and let it go back down, it takes about a five count for those legs to make it back down. Um, it's on the palate. It's it's not. As sweet as I had anticipated. It's still sweet, obviously. It's a PX, but not nearly as, it's not cloyingly sweet, not, not you know, scrape your tongue sweet, but it's just dark, dark,
0: dark, dark caramel, raisins, figs. Hold on. The figs stand out more to me than any other fruit. Absolutely. It is just, I mean, um, it's, Ma- like Mor- a, it's like. Morian didn't treat fig it to Newton. some manchego and figs. For the wine show but this is this This is is like a fig newton in a glass
1: and it has the most amazing mouthfeel when you drink it it's like it's like drinking heavy heavy cream it just it just rolls over your tongue and your mouth and just like like a coat of paint just running down your mouth it's just
0: i try not to drink paint but i imagine it is so
1: (laughs) mouth coating and the and the feel of it is so fantastic uh i cannot say enough good things about this wine what what do you think denise
3: I think it's fantastic. So obviously, you all of you have described it to a T. Um, and now that we talk about the cheese, her meat, I'm so sorry that I didn't open a jar of the fig spread. You know that fig spread that you always put on a cheese platter mm. that you can't get enough of with your cheese? I get this That's one. That's what I get on the palate with yeah, this. I, get, it's I, I just get the
0: one with the, che- the so fig amazing. spread with the,
3: or- the bitter orange in it, too. Hmm. But there's no orange here This is right. just the pure fig spread no, Yeah The, the orange but is not here You know that fig spread They add something to make it sweet It's toast, just fantastic On toast
0: points With a little bit of uh, Cognac blazed pate And a little bit of fig spread A that lot of fig best. spread well, I Wasn't he the guy That says point. he doesn't eat cheese When mm-hmm. he's tasting wine no, I don't. The, no, no. When, when he's drinking wine. You want to just toast No, when, I, no, when I'm just know. drinking and having fun, that's different. When I'm actually making, tasting my notes, taking my notes, I won't do a cheese. It, yeah. He has but, fun. But I'm doing, I'm doing manchego now because we already took our notes. The notes are done. He has so fun. So now he
1: gets to eat the cheese. Now I have to eat the cheese. <laughs> well, what did you think, Marty?
0: Uh You
2: know, I thought uh, what's been said is spot on. I thought when it was first opened, it was a little cool coming out of the cellar. And um, it needed some air and it needed to warm up. So initially, I just was a little bit off-put by just overwhelming prunes on the nose. I got just prunes. That that was too
0: cold then. It it was was too cold.
2: cold. But now that it's warmed up, now that it's aerated a little bit, uh, I agree with everything that's been said. It's just got layers upon layers on the nose and on the palate. It's got this unbelievable viscosity. I agree with Bob. The the sweetness has, has mellowed a little bit. It's a little less cloying than it was when it initially came out of the bottle and in fact it's it's
1: delightful. You could yeah. definitely
0: uh if you f- if you
1: find a bottle of this on the shelf at your local,
0: grab it. Absolutely. And it's, it's not too expensive. It. This is not this is no, not a this super is expensive. Middle of the road. No. It is it is life altering. You, you have just, these at the store? Yeah. Just uh not the nectar, but I do have other gonzals yeah. by us, but I will have to get bring this nectar in. Um so what what you guys didn't mention which I I really got the end here. It's like there's a floral note as well. There's flowers. It's figs and flowers and raisins. And I want to find some citrus in there, but there's no citrus. This is all black. This is all dark. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just caramel. I want, and there's a nuttiness. There's some oak here, but you have to reach for those. Just let that stuff melt. Just put it in your mouth and let it melt. Let it just go all yeah. over your. Just palate. run down let your palate,
1: throat. run down your throat. Just, oh my gosh. Mm. It's just, it's wow. fantastic. So. We're going to be rating the Gonzalez Baez... 12 sips. Nectar Pedro Jimenez. I'd give it 12 oh if I could. Yeah. Unfortunately, the sound effects don't go to 12. This is, this is one of the best sherrys I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, this is absolutely and fantastic. And it's
0: nowhere near the most expensive sherry you're going to find. No. It's just a great value. Wow. All right. So we're going to have Harm do our last one. Thank you, Bob. All right. So this is hard to compare to the other one. This is also a VOS. This is the Bodegas Tradicion Pedro Jimenez, uh, established in 1998. It's, uh, but the family of its owner, Joaquin Rivero, has connections to the legendary brand uh, CZ, Cabeza de Aranda y Zaraco, Zarco, the oldest brand of the D.O. So he's got uh, family connections to them, but this is a newer, newer brand. Uh, they have acquired their stocks from some of the oldest and most historic Soleros of Jerez. So again, they're not, not all the old wines there are made by them. They did buy some. And so they're blending back. And so we have, uh, so we were talking about a VOS Sherry. So they make um, the 20-year-old, but we really were hoping to get the VORS, but apparently we got shipped the wrong one. So we're not going to hold that against them. The VORS is their Venom Optimum Rare Signatum or very old rare sherry. That's thirty years old. This is twenty, so we have another twenty following that. The uh, Gonzalez Payas. This is black like uh, Bob's soul before he sold it to the devil. It I can't remember just, that far you back. You cannot see through this. This is oh well, just yeah. even holding it up the light, light doesn't penetrate. <laughs> yeah, this is oh, perfectly
1: opaque. Just swirling your glass. Oil. Swirl it in your glass, and then look at the glass. The yeah, glass the, is
0: dark. The glass is turned. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's not brown just because they give me dirty glasses here because I'm the brown guy. It, this, this, I, I went ahead and cleaned my own glass because I have to do that here. Um, clean my glass now. <laughs> yes, clean your glass. Too. Yeah, but uh, the nose. This is different. Not as uh, heavy as some other Pedro menaces I've had. This goes more like brown bread. Brown bread and uh, butter and dates. Very light on the fig. More dates. And it, there's some nuttiness coming out, but I'm not quite sure what it is. And on the palate, mm, it's unctuous. This is mouth-coating even heavier than the Nectar. For sure. Super heavy. It pour, When we poured it in the glasses, it was like... 30 year old balsamic going on the glass it's like
1: syrup it comes out and it comes out in like chunks it's 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 10 w30
0: pedro jimenez yeah
1: used (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. no
0: it definitely pours like used motor oil yeah so uh i get on the palate there's some walnut and almonds uh more walnut almonds come out later the figs are now coming out which i did not get on the nose the figs are out and it's like turkish coffee I love Turkish coffee. Uh, this is yeah, this is there. It's Turkish coffee in there. There's some spice. It's not quite cardamom, but it's there. And the finish goes on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And I can keep saying that, and because it's still going on. I just I took the sip a, a minute ago. And I'm still tasting it. It's still there. The acidity is there. Coats your palate and doesn't let go. It doesn't. Let, so you can still come back to it. Not quite as nice as the nose on that Gonzales Bias, which is the best sherry I've smelled in forever, but it's almost as good. Yeah,
3: Denise, what do you think about this one? I'm still thinking about this one, Hermite. Um, There's a lot to think about because there's a lot going on in this glass. It's complex. It's very complex. Um, you know, when you have a really great aged balsamic vinegar, it is smooth and silky and even sweet when they agent and, 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 and right and it's reduced and they don't add any sugar to it that's what this reminds me of and then i get this except this has like uh, 300 grams per liter of on sugar. the finish <laughs> i get this toastiness and i'm not really sure where that's coming from that's or right. even I how to describe, bread describe it comes from the nose but it's like a toastiness and then i'm like well maybe that's coffee grounds but i don't know what it is but it's fantastic and i'm just enjoying it it's and loving like a it.
2: piece of toast with marmalade at the yes. end yes
0: Fig, mar- uh, fi- yeah, fig
3: preserves you were talking fig about earlier. Fig preserves yeah. on toast at the yeah. very end. Yeah, with that toast, that's what it is. This would go well
2: with the with the cheese board without the figs. This would take the place of that fig spread.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Bring me, a cheese por- a cheese board, a little bit of pate, uh, some toast points, Toast you need the points. toastiness. <laughs> I'm ready,
1: Just Bob. Like, look at the legs on it. I mean, going down the side of my... It looks like the side it's of... It's a radio show, Bob. They can't see the legs. It looks like the side <laughs> of a bottle of Maker's Mark. I mean, they're just literally, like... <laughs> the creeping glass. down the side of the glass. Yeah. It's fantastic. There's nothing else more to say. Five sips. I mean, it, it was... Oh, my goodness! Fantastic. Bodegas yeah. Tradicion yeah. Pedro Jimenez VOS. Five sips. So, thank you very much to the Wines of Ref uh, for sending us these because... It was a great day. Really great day. I, I don't
0: want people to get the wrong impression. Just that we gave lower scores to the drier ones. It's like it's it's just that they, you know I'm not I'm not a sweethound. So
1: what do you think? I think it was a good day. I think I think good it, day in the know. basement. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You're listening to us online. Do yourself a favor and tap the follow or subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, or Google to play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes fly out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at SipSuz and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our
3: co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Denise. Thank you for this wonderful experience today. Yeah, this didn't suck, did it? No, it didn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Maury.
2: Thank you, Bob. Another great day in the basement. Oh, yeah, this is this is a great
0: this is this is definitely a good day in the basement. And thank you, Arm. I'm gonna write down my emergency contact information if I don't recover from the sherry. Wow, we're not calling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> write it down all you want. Tattoo oh, it the on way, your forehead. When Bob says write it, send us your emails. do I've got I've, people have been sending me questions. We need to do a show about questions.
3: Oh, you need to do a little Q and A. Yeah,
0: I've yeah. seen some of them. Harmeet, why are you such
1: a? Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you're not answering those questions. Yeah, those are oh. rhetorical. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is it that Justin can't do a good accent, man? Well, for Sips, <laughs> Sudden Soaks, this is Made Man Bob. Thanks for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad wine.